the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Welcome once again to the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. And here he is, Larry Rosenthal himself, our financial and retirement expert here in studio. Good morning, Larry. Larry? Are you are you there, sir? <laughs> Holy moly! Larry, hello. I can hear you in the background there. Can you hear me you. now? Merry Christmas! <laughs> there you are, sir. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Good morning, Chris. And how are you today? Good morning. I thought you were opening your Christmas presents early there, and you didn't get to the radio on time yes, or something. Yes, what was? Yes, I don't know what happened there with my cord. <laughs> <laughs> well, Merry Christmas to you on this uh, pre-Christmas Eve Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Double Christmas Eve, is that what you're talking That's about? That's what I'm saying. I mean, we're getting there. We're close. There you go. Well, let me just fire it off with happy birthday to my wonderful wife. Today is her birthday. And yes, Chris, the ultimate question is, I do have wrapping paper for birthday <laughs> gifts and Christmas gifts. Oh, that's nice. Are you? How are you celebrating your wife's birthday? You've opened up the box now, so to speak. <laughs> well, we've got some surprises in line. So At least you remembered. There you yeah, go. There you go. There you go, Chris. That's true. That's true. So, well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Making Money Sense, the Larry Rosenthal Show here. Uh, and and Merry Christmas to everyone, although it's not Christmas, but Chris says, just like Chris says, it's double Christmas Eve, a couple days beforehand. So we just wish everybody in the WAVA listening audience, we first of all, we thank you for all the support all year long in our show and the callers and the emails and all kinds of things and the letters that you send to my office about this show. I really appreciate it all. So hopefully we'll be back next year with another strong showing of Making Money Sense as well. You know, we start the, each week off with what's happened in the markets, the economy, and things of that nature. And boy, do we have a truckload to talk about today, Chris. Mm-hmm. But it being Christmas weekend, we are going to do what we usually do, Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit about some tax cuts today, about the markets, the economy. In addition to that, we're also going to talk about the celebration of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ being born to celebrate Christmas here this weekend, too. So uh, real quick, you know, obviously President Trump signed the Tax Reform Act the other day. Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 was passed, sent to his desk, and it was signed. Sweet. All kinds of information in there. We've I've got a bullet point of 34 items that we can talk about, but we're not going to go through all of them, Chris. <laughs> That'd be a lot of pain. But, you know, one of the things that I do want to point out is taking a look at what happened in the 10-year Treasury yield this week. It rose 13 basis points 
which is a very, you know, we're going to get a little technical here, but bottom line is that is a very strong sign showing that the economy is, is uh, you know, continuing to expand and grow, which should drive the markets up as well, hopefully. So, uh, could you know, so stay tuned with, with all of that information as we unfold 2018. But the economics, the fundamentals of the market and things look, look very, very good. So I do want to talk a little bit about taxes today. Is it a um, gift for us this year? Are we getting a gift? It, it is a gift. It's going to go into effect next year. Okay. okay. Lower income taxes will begin in 2018. All right. Uh, you know, so just some high-level bullet points. You know, let's just get it out there. First of all, as soon as we get it all, get our heads around all of the changes and stuff, we are going to be hitting the road shows with lots of financial uh, seminars based off the Tax Reform Act that we just passed, that President uh, Trump just signed. We're going to be talking about uh, educational seminars all around the area in the first quarter, first half of next year. So stay tuned for those announcements coming up. We'll be working diligently over the next couple of weeks to put all this information together accurately for you. But it doesn't do anybody any good just to get a whole, you know, uh, uh, fire hose drenching of, of what's in this tax thing, right? No. We have to understand how to extract it and use it in your own personal financial planning, and that's going to be the basis of our seminar: is how to take these tax changes in and use them in your in your five twenty nine college plans, your tax returns. I mean, just all different types of things. Roth conversions. Should you do that? Which you know, hey, some 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 bullet points right now. You know, lower income taxes are going to be beginning in two thousand and eighteen. Maybe people should look to put more money uh, into a Roth retirement plan versus a pre-tax traditional retirement plan Mm. because tax rates can increase back after 2025. Yeah. So we sort of have a little window of opportunity here of several years to maybe fund more money into Roth versus pre-tax. Now, that depends on how your personal tax return falls out. Do you need the tax savings each year? You're breaking even or you're getting a refund. But anyway, this could be a little bit of a gift for everybody. Mortgage interest deduction limitations and elimination of deduction on interest basically uh, uh, is tweaked just a little bit. So mortgage interest, right now you can write off the interest on your on your home, on your original acquisition cost up to a million dollars. So if you are financing $1.25 million on your home, right now, under current law, you're only getting the tax deduction on the interest up to a $1 million. That number has been lowered to 750000 Not a big, big change at all. One change, though, is interest deductibility on home equity loans is gone. That's going to be lost. Okay, Mm. so how do we go about doing that? You know, uh, remember, I've talked for many, many years. Matter of fact, in my first book, we talked about the nine different ways to manage equity inside of your homes. And one of the ways is to do an equity exchange, you know, exchange bad non-deductible consumer debt for good tax deductible debt. Well, that issue is gone now unless you do a complete refinance. So that's going to change the mortgage refinance world, the home equity world. You're going to be looking, instead of doing HELOC loans, home equity lines of credit, you're going to be looking to do refi cash outs. You know? so, so a whole different scenario right there is going to, going to play out. Um, loss of personal exemptions are going to be counterbalanced with increased in tax credits. So the different things to, to really take a look at at uh, inside here, Say, uh, better enhancements for for 529 plans, public, private, religious schools as well. Uh, so, you know, after you complete your 2017 tax return, 
have your tax advisor take a quick look at uh, what it would look like in 2018 and compare the estimates. Uh, you know, you're 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 probably going to be a little bit happy. So I think for most people in in this, from what we're seeing, there's going to be some some uh, some good points to it all. So pretty optimistic here, Chris. Very business friendly, uh, corporate friendly to to help spur economic growth as well as uh, job creation. We've already seen. Uh, a handful of companies come out talking about, you know, AT and T, Wells Fargo, Comcast touting wage hikes, investments, uh, uh, you know, and, and and employee bonuses as a result simply of the stroke of a pen on this tax reform. Well, because they have more money to be able to to do that with. That's nice. that's correct. Corporate tax rates are going down from thirty five to twenty one percent. So, you know, that, that is a huge reduction, and it, and it creates lots of benefits, you know, for people, depending on what the corporations want to do with them. So uh, very optimistic in, in, in taking a good look at it. So I actually have come up with 34 bullet points already in what to talk about in the Tax Reform Act and Jobs Creation Act of 2017. Wow. Uh, we're not going to go through each one of those, Chris, but we will cover them in our upcoming seminars once we get it all together and, and put through compliance and make sure everything's accurate. But we'll be bringing that out, you know, hopefully towards the end of January, into February, March, April, and May uh, so that so that people can get educated because the, more, the better off you are in understanding how to make investments work under the new tax codes and things like that, the better off you are. You know, whenever Congress changes taxes, it presents investment opportunity. It, it sort of says where you're going to need to move money away from and money towards. Because remember, taxes are the most expensive thing inside any investment. So so we've been given a good gift here and, and lots of uh, financial education is coming your way. This is not something we want to wait till the end of 2018 to be able to start looking at. I mean, it's Absolutely yeah. not. No, we want to jump on this right away, Chris. Right. So we're going to be studying this up here over the holidays a little bit and uh, getting things together and organized for us all. So we'll be uh, announcing these seminars, and they're going to be coming out here in, you know, next, next month, definitely. So, hey, you know, Chris. Chris, uh, again, you know, we our, our show is a live call-in, biblically-based financial planning, money management show. We, we've been on the air for for uh, almost two decades now doing this, and and uh, every year at Christmas time or or the the Saturday closest to Christmas, we always want to you know stop and 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 uh, uh, you know give give some. Uh, you know, Christmas type uh, spirit on 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 the show, I guess. Give Jesus some airtime. Yeah, there you go. He gets he gets he he needs all the airtime, right? <laughs> that that's for sure. So so what 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 I'm saying here is over the over the years we've we've been blessed to have a couple of people. My uh, father-in-law has done some monologues as well as uh, one of my favorite pastors, uh, Denny Glusco. Uh, he pastors Joe Gibbs Youth for Tomorrow over in Bristow, Virginia. There, uh, uh, which which is a home near and dear to our heart that uh, we, we help sponsor and, and, and uh, raise money for. It's, it's a home of at-risk teens, Youth for Tomorrow. So what we're going to do now is we're just going to – we'll keep the phone lines open if you want to give me a ring here at 855-ROSE-123 to ask me any questions at all about the Tax Reform Act or what's going on in the markets, the economy, what you can expect. Not a problem. But before we do that, we're going to go ahead and bring Dutch on, and he's going to uh, do a monologue. And it's, it's kind of an interesting – scenario here how he he uh pulls some some information out of the bible there and and it's all about the birth of jesus from the innkeeper's point of view so stay tuned this is dutch short
lake. Prepare for me some porridge to warm me, wife. And oh, wife, come, come sit with me. Let me tell you about my day. Oh, there's, there's a chill in the air. Yet, the night is calm and still. There's a radiance. There's an enchantment. There's a mystery about this night. It will surely be a night to remember. Oh, wife, thank you for this, this point. Mm. Oh, mm. Good, good porridge, wife. Thanks, thank you, thank you. Oh, wife, let me, let me tell you about my day. Oh, what a day. I was so busy. The inn is full. I had to turn many people away that, that came into Bethlehem to be taxed and, and surveyed. Oh, it was a shame. Oh, wife, let me just tell you about this one young couple. They came late in the day, and they were from Nazareth. And his name was Joseph, and he was a carpenter. You could tell by his strong, rough hands. And Oh, wife, her name was Mary. And I could tell by the garments that she was wearing that she was great with child. I had no room for them in the inn. And I told Joseph this, and he, with much compassion, told Mary, and, and he told her not to fear. And wife, as he was doing that, there was something that was inside of me, a stirring, much like a, much like a spirit that told me, wife, that I needed to help them. So I told Joseph that I had a stable around back, and they were welcome, if they wanted to, to, to seek shelter there. And so they agreed, and, and I took them around back, went into the stable, and I drew down some fresh straw to, to make them more comfortable, to, to give them something to rest upon. Oh, Mary looked up at me, and oh, with a sweet smile. And Joseph, oh, he was he was so happy. He he gave me a, a big hug, and oh, they were so grateful. Wife, so grateful for such humble, humble provisions. But oh, I was I was busy. Wife, I I had to get back to the inn. I I had much to do. And as I went back outside, right above the stable, seemed to be. A new star. I'd never seen it before. It seemed to be bigger and brighter than the rest. I, it was, it was a mystery. Oh, but, but I had so much to do. I, I got back to the inn to get, get all of the people settled down. Now, wife, hours passed, many hours. I, I don't know, but later on, things got quiet and still. And I once again had that, that, that spirit inside me that was stirring, that was telling me, I once again had to check on that, that young couple. 
So I decided to take a moment and just go back outside and, and see if they were doing okay. And right when I got back outside, now right above the stable, that star seemed to be even brighter and, and closer and, and bigger, almost like a mighty, magnificent hand had moved it there. It was beautiful. And, and wife, all around the stable, there were many, many strange people. There were these, these shepherds. Oh, there were many of them, and I drew one over to me, and I, I asked him what he was doing here. And he said that they were watching their sheep in a nearby field, and, and wife, he said that an angel, an angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And oh, they, they were very, very frightened. But the angel said to fear not. And the angel said that he had brought him tidings of great joy, which is to all people. For unto us was born this day in the city of David a Savior, which would be called Christ the Lord. And if we, if we wanted to seek him, we would find him wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in a manger. So after the angel had left, the, the shepherds talked amongst them and come, let us let's go down and and find this thing that has come to pass. And and wife also besides these lowly shepherds, there were these very rich looking stately men. I, I knew that they weren't from, from Bethlehem and I went over to one and asked ask him what he was doing here. And he said that they had traveled from the east and they followed that star, that star that was right above, to find the birth of the child that would be king of the Jews. And even King Herod had called them in and, and said once they had found this new king that they were to report back to Herod because he was interested in knowing where this child was. As I came close to the entrance of the stable, there was a peace. There was a sense of warmth and love like I've never seen before. <laughs> when I went in the stable, Mary had given birth to a boy child, and they called him Jesus. It was beautiful. He was quiet. And Mary looked down, she was happy. Joseph was happy and he was contenting and comforting his, his wife. These shepherds came up and they were softly singing praises and, and worshiping him and, and bowing down. And then, then these, these three stately, uh, rich men came one by one and they bowed down and, and they even gave him gifts of, of myrrh and, and 
frankincense and and wife even gold and as they were leaving one of them said to me that they were warned by God in a dream not to return to Herod but to go back to their homes by a different route oh wife now I wanted to to go up to this child and and kneel and worship him and, and just even touch him was this truly the king of the Jews the king of kings the Lord of Lords was this the Messiah that the Jews were waiting for I reached out wife and and touched his tiny little hand he was a beautiful child and I was as I was holding his hand I was thinking would this be the hand that someday would touch the eyes of the blind man and cause him to see would this be the hand that would touch the lame man and cause him to walk again and with this hand stretch out over the angry sea and calm the sea, calm the storm. Oh, but wife, this hand also be pierced and scarred by those that wouldn't receive him. But why wouldn't people receive him? Oh, I know that he has much to offer to his people, but the prophets even said that he couldn't even preach in his own hometown, that many would turn, turn him away. Oh, wife, I just can't understand why they wouldn't. We need to tell this story over and over again. It's a story that should be remembered, but oh, I know, wife, there are many that wouldn't want this story told again. And you know, they'll be as lost, lost as a wise man that didn't have a star to follow. Come, wife, let us, let us be to bed. Let us close our eyes in peace, because our eyes have been opened to the birth of the Son of God. This will truly be a night to remember. You're listening to a very special edition of the Larry Rosenthal Show with uh, Larry here in studio with me at Christmas time and Dr. Dutch Short there with a beautiful rendition of the birth of Christ from the innkeeper's point of view. Larry. It's always good. Always good to hear it, Chris. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, again, uh, first uh, weekend closest to Christmas, we always do this each year. And, and on top of that, we also have a, a, a little bit of a Christmas present from Congress uh, in the White House. And that is the I think the this tax. is the first thing they've ever gotten me, Larry. 
I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, there you go, Chris. I'll send you 34 extra things for taxes this year. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah, that's nice of them. Yeah. <laughs> a little reading, yeah. a little extra reading. Exactly. So, you know, I'd, I'd love to go, dive into this, but again, we're going to be going over this in, in some financial educational seminars that are going to be coming up January, February, the first half of the year to teach you how best to maximize your investments, your financial planning, taxes, different things like that. Uh, we'll be starting this in, in January once we get it all organized and, and everything like that. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with some some questions. If you have them on the ta- on the new Tax Reform Act, give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. You'll listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show, and I'll be back in a moment. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night. Have you ever wanted to be part of something big? Nonprofit organization called Stars Children Africa. Do you want to be a part of something that changes a child's life? Orphans who are high school age who would not have a chance to get education otherwise. Now you can be part of something that brings hope. What we do is we actually pay for the school fees. For about the cost of a new suit, you can change an orphan's future for a whole year. We pay for the school fees, and that averages around $500 to $550 a year total. That means food, lodging, the teaching, the education part, the the uniform, that whole thing. Call now, 703-201-2494. Or go to starschildrenafrica.org. For a dollar and a half a day, one child would be educated for that year in high school. 703-201-2494. Call right now. For $500 a year, you can change an orphan's life. 703-201-2494. You're listening to The Larry Rosenthal Show on 105.1 FM WAVA. Listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show, making money sense on this almost Christmas day. <laughs> We're getting there. Just a couple of days late, we'll be we'll be there, Larry. And I'm just excited to be with you this time, and just spending some time thinking about Christ, and also uh, just kind of. Uh, Thinking about, you know, Larry, just a thought comes to mind. Bob and I were just talking during the break about how it seems like there's not near as many people in the stores as shopping online. I don't know if that's going to play out in the actual statistics for the whole nation, but it just feels that way this, this year. Have you noticed that? Well, I think more and more people are moving to online shopping. Yeah, I think so, you know? too. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see about all the malls across the country what's going to happen. I think there's going to be restaurants and family entertainment and things like that inside malls from now on. More and more, that's going to be going up. I agree with that. I'm thinking because of the little Amazon model where they've got these warehouses everywhere. I wonder if we'll see stores kind of moving to that as well, and less less foot traffic, and you know, less real estate being used for that purpose. I think I'm with. Could you very on. well be. Yeah. You know, we'll have to uh, we'll have to see. But it's it's an interesting thing, isn't it? It is. Technology's changing, creating jobs, uh, moving jobs. You know, so uh, we'll we'll have to wait and see how all the how all the numbers play out. Uh, but there's definitely more and more people. I, you know, I, I haven't been into to malls. I haven't gone into too many stores. Uh, I, I do go into stores, you know, certain stores that I like to go into. Um, uh, but uh, I was in a store the other day, 
And I'll tell you this, though, Chris. Um, actually, now that I think about it, I was over the last handful of days, I was in two or three different stores. And one thing that I noticed, which I haven't really experienced too much before, was when I was asking where something was or something like that, I actually got escorted right to where the items were. Ah, the customer service idea. I like that. Yes, I, I think it's back, which is good. Back and better than ever, baby. We so, need that. We really yeah, need that. Yeah, that's that's the one thing that's been missing for so many years. It started to go <laughs> away. You know? True, true. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yep. So anyway, uh, but it's a good thing. So, hey, you know, I, I hope you and what are you doing for Christmas? Are you staying in town? I'm here, staying or? in town this year. Yeah. I'm going to play okay. Santa Claus, I think. Oh, fun. <laughs> fun. Good deal. <laughs> what are you doing? Yep, we're staying in town as well. I know so. you. You're going to have something in the smoker and something on the barbecue. That's yeah, just, we'll that's be, Larry. We'll be having a, a big Christmas dinner at the house, and then uh, we'll be uh, doing something. We're going to do a turkey this year as, as <laughs> and a roast. That'll be awesome. So yeah, lots of fun. I'm looking forward to that. So definitely, definitely. So um, hey, you know, um, uh, again, we've got 34 different bullet points so far in the Tax Reform Act. And uh, we want to we want to talk a little bit about um, uh, some of the some of the things that are in and out of of it all. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, here's here's the, the big picture economically. When you and I as consumers have more money, Chris, we tend to spend more money. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and two thirds of our economy is driven by consumer spending. Most people know this. And. What I want us to try to do, and I've been talking to people about this every weekend, you know, during December, uh, November and December, which is, hey, put one more percent into your 401K, your 403B plan, the government TSP plan beginning in January. If you're not already maxing it out, just increase your contribution by at least one more percent. You want to try and do that each and every year. You won't miss it. Most In most cases, you will not miss it, especially if we're getting this tax deduction for you, okay, or, or, or new tax break. So, so take consideration now. There's even more of a need to go about doing that uh, with, with, with it all because, you know, you're getting some extra free money here if you're able to, to get some, garner some of the tax, uh, tax savings from the new Tax Reform Act. So very positive, very good. When, when it all comes to that. So we want to try and save some more dollars rather than spend it, right, Chris? Absolutely. Let the other person spend it. We oh. need to save. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That, that's exactly well, right. It's like so. you always say. The older you get, you sort of become in a savings mode versus when you're younger. So. Correct. This is correct. So, hey, if you have questions, uh, give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123 on this Christmas weekend, 2017. You know, we do a lot of work, uh, or, or, or I, I sit on the board of trustees for Joe Gibbs Youth for Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's a home for at-risk teens uh, here in uh, Virginia, in Bristow, Virginia. And, um, I mean, we've served over 23,000 kids since it's been opened in 1985. And, and um, uh, you know, the... the uh, it's accredited school. It's faith-based. It's it's wonderful. And uh, check it out, uh, Joe Gibbs Youth for Tomorrow. Go go look at it on it on on the website. All different types of things there. You you'll be surprised at, at the great work that that's being done over there. We need to uh, have them on again. They kids. have that they have that yearly event that's so wonderful where people will raise money. But it it does such a wonderful thing. I remember them talking about some of the houses and it becomes a home becomes a, a basis and a foundation for them so that they can sort of turn their lives around and 
become very good citizens, and it's just a wonderful program. I'm, I can't say enough good about uh, Joe Gibbs Youth. Absolutely, Martin. it is. It's it's phenomenal. It it really really is. So, um, but that brings me to the next thing that I wanted to uh, put on the show today, and that is uh, over there. Pat, pastor Denny Glusco is the the lead pastor over there on on the campus, and he has a Christmas monologue as well. So we we just heard from Doctor Dutch Dutch Short. Now I want to play uh, uh, Pastor Denny. Uh, so let's welcome Pastor Denny to the show. Larry and, and Chris and the listening audience, um, I just want to say thank you for the privilege uh, this morning that uh, I have for a few moments to uh, share about our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. If there was a theme or a title to the message this morning, I would call it Go Tell It on the Mountain. I would think that uh, many, if not most of us uh, this morning, are familiar with that song. Go tell it on the mountain. You know, I was uh, thinking about singing it, but I thought I'd best not do that. We want to make sure that you're staying uh, tuned to this radio dial. So uh, we'll just read a little bit of the, the words from, from the song. And it goes like this. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. I trust that the biblical account of the birth of Jesus is still fresh in your hearts and in your minds. And this morning, I would like to bring to our attention a part of that story about the shepherds and the blessing that the Father imparted to them regarding the Savior's birth. You will recall that they were tending their sheep in the fields when an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and how terrified they were. And the angel told them of the good news that the Savior has been born this day in the town of David, and that he is Christ the Lord. And they were to go and find the baby who would be wrapped in clothes, lying in the manger. And the Bible says that they hurried off and found the Christ child, along with Joseph and Mary, as the angel had said. And when the shepherds had departed, they did so, praising and glorifying God of the things that had been told uh, to them by the angel and that which they saw with their own eyes. You see, they began immediately proclaiming the glorious event of the Savior's birth. There was no hesitation on their part. Their proclamation of the Christ child began now. Now let's fast track uh, to December the 28th in 2013, over several thousands of years later. It's now been three days since we have celebrated the birth of Jesus on December 25th, 2013. Three days gone by, 72 hours, 4,320 minutes, or if you will, 259,200 seconds I'm sure someone's probably out there checking my math, and, and that's probably well. I'm not looking for any Pinocchios from the Washington Post. But three days since we've celebrated our Savior's birth. May I pose this question for you and I? How many folks have you and I spoken to about the person of Jesus Christ since December the 25th, 2013? How many folks have we told about the grace and the mercy and the love of Almighty God 
and the sending of his one and only Son, Jesus Christ? Who have we told of his miraculous birth in the lowliest of places? And we call it a manger, but the reality of it is it was a feeding trough for animals that they laid him in. How many folks have you and I spoken to? Well, if we have not spoken to anyone about Jesus yet, then maybe the next question we need to ask ourselves is why not? What could be keeping you and me from sharing the good news of eternal life in and through Jesus Christ? Are we ashamed? Are we too busy? Is it not politically correct? Or we don't even maybe know what to say or even how to say it. You know, sad to say that there are times in my life that these excuses I fall back on simply because I have not done what the Word of God clearly calls me to do. And that Word calls me to proclaim and to speak out and tell of the gospel of Jesus Christ to everyone. Now, I believe that many of you, like me, are extremely blessed for the countless numbers of people prior to our day of salvation who spoke to us about Jesus and who lived out their faith in Christ on a daily basis before us, that we could not help but take notice of the one born in a manger so many years ago. And the Bible says that it is the word of God that brings one unto salvation. And you and I do not have to worry about what to say or, quite frankly, even how to say it. Because the Bible tells us that it will not be me who is speaking. It would not be you who is speaking. But the Spirit of the Father that dwells within us. And you find that in Matthew ten twenty. And we are in, really, the greatest of company regarding this. Listen to what Jesus says in John twelve forty nine. <clears throat> For I, Jesus, did not speak of my own accord, but the Father who sent me commanded me what to say and how to say it. I know that his command leads to eternal life. So whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. You see, we can depend on Jesus Christ for the very words that are necessary for us to proclaim the Christ child. There is a uh, scripture uh, that I refer to, quite frankly, as uh, uh, God's phone number. It's in Jeremiah 33 and verse 3. And it says, Call to me, and I will tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. We should never be left without the words of Christ to overflow from our heart. Now, you see, when sinful man comes to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, this reconciliation takes place because the Father has made the first move, if you will. He sent his one and only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sin and to snatch us from the very gates of hell. And his word tells us that for those who have repented from their sin who have turned from the wickedness of the flesh and the things of this world and turned to Christ, confessing their sin, believing that Jesus Christ is who he says he is, true God and true man, God come of the flesh, believing that through the shedding of our Savior's blood there is forgiveness for his sin, 
and receiving the complete work of Christ on the cross of Calvary, you and I become God's eternal child. And when that reconciliation occurs in one's life, immediately the Holy Spirit comes and resides within the believer. Can I explain how, how all this happens? The answer is no. Other than the love and the grace and the mercy of Almighty God and the compassion of the redemption that he desires for all whom he has created. And I have said this to you so that you may know that when you are his child, the Holy Spirit must be in control of our entire being. Therefore, uh, you and I are equipped by the Spirit of the living God to go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere, that Jesus Christ is born. We have no excuse not to do this. None whatsoever. Now what happens with the three days since December the 25th, 2013? They've passed. Three days can easily turn into one week and one week into a month and one month to a year. And many in the body of Christ lie dormant from the task for which we have been called. James puts it in this way. Faith without works is dead. Please don't misunderstand that verse of scripture, however. <clears throat> we are not talking about salvation here by works, but the works of faith that follows one's salvation. Please look with me at what it says in Ephesians, in chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. And God's word says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And so often, however, the works that we do, we may consider them good. But the question remains, are they God's good works? The Bible says that it is not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty in Zechariah 4 and 6. It is the Holy Spirit in you and in me. It is the truth of the living word of God in you and in me that has equipped you and I, his children, to go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. You know, I want to bring this to a, uh, a conclusion here, and I'd like to do that uh, in this way. And the Bible says that for those who know him as their personal Lord and Savior, that we are ambassadors, ambassadors for Christ. Listen to what God's word says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. An ambassador is one who tells of the message of another. And our message of eternal life comes from Almighty God through the shed blood of His precious Son, Jesus Christ. The one born in a manger, 
the one horribly beat and crucified for my sin and your sin, the one buried in a borrowed tomb, the one who arose from the dead, the one who ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father Almighty, and the one who is coming back, and soon I pray, as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. May the Lord find favor with you and I, as our hearts and minds are pricked by the Holy Spirit to be the most humble ambassadors for our precious Savior, yet never being ashamed of the gospel. In the book of Romans, in chapter 1, verse 16, God's word tells us that we are not to be ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes, first for the Jew and then for the Gentile. As his ambassadors, we must go to every mountain. We must go to every valley and everywhere in between. Now, what are these mountains? What are these valleys? Why, they are simply our Jerusalem, our Judea, and our Samaria. In the book of Acts, in the first chapter, in verse 8, listen to what the Lord tells us. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Please notice here, Jesus says, and you will be, and you will be. This is a command of God. This is not an option as to who we are as God's children proclaiming Christ and him crucified to a lost and dying world. So where are our mountains? Where are our valleys? Why, they're in our home. They're at our work. They are in the mission fields here at home and abroad. Quite frankly, they are every place that you and I tread daily in our life. There is no place that they are not. So, go tell it on the mountain, over the hills, and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Precious Father, thank you for the privilege that you give your kids to be ambassadors for Christ. Happy birthday, Jesus. And thank you, folks, for the privilege of sharing about our Savior. Hmm. Well, it's awesome to hear... Uh... Pastor Denny there talking about uh, Jesus Christ and go tell it on the mountain. That's great. Absolutely. That's why we celebrate Christmas, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We had to be ambassadors. That's 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 the new thing. And people need to hear about it. And uh, the problem I have, I guess, a little bit sometimes this time of year, it becomes a little bit too commercialized. And some people tend to maybe forget sometimes what we're really celebrating. So it's kind of nice that we bring it back home and really start talking a little bit more about the reason for the season. This is true. And remember, the Lord's given us all the, the abilities to go out and make money and use our talents and educate and, and all kinds of things. And it's all his anyway. We need to be good stewards with it all. Hesse, we're up against a break here. Give us a ring if you have any questions on anything today. You know, we started talking a little bit about the tax code changes, but our Christmas show sort of overrode that a little bit, a little bit more important. Give us a ring if you have questions, 855-ROSE-123. 855-767-3123. You're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. We'll be back in a moment. A day or two ago, I thought I'd take a ride. And soon this 
blank. Misfortune seemed his lot. He got into a drifted bank and we, we got up. Housing prices and interest rates have started to move up. This may be your last chance to take advantage of low rates and housing bargains. If you're considering purchasing a home within the next year, you need to call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage First to take advantage of his Loan First program. This can give you a winning bid over the competition, even when you come up against cash offers. The Loan First program will have you fully pre-approved so that you understand all aspects of your loan before you start looking for your dream home. Buy in confidence when you have your Loan First certificate, which shows the seller your loan is already pre-approved and they can avoid any unnecessary negative surprises at settlement. Troy's been helping homeowners for over 20 years in the D.C. metro area, and he and his team are ready to help you. Call him today at 571-490-7117. That's 571-490-7117 for your loan first pre-approved certificate, 571-490-7117, or simply visit his website at anyhomeloans.com. Remember, you want control when you're making an offer on a home. Get your loan first certificate. Call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage, 571-490-7117. Troy Turow and McLean Mortgage Corporations in MLS number 5618 and 99665. Frosty the Snowman was a jolly... You're listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show, and I get in trouble every year if I don't play that song. It's one of Larry's favorites. I love Frosty. <laughs> yes, you do. Frosty the Snowman. Hey, listen, if you'd like to dial in, we have a few minutes left in the program. 855-767-3123. Any questions you have for Larry Rosenthal, you can call in with those questions now. So, Chris, in, in one of the tax code changes here that's coming up, it's uh, it's going to be paramount for people to understand this when it comes to your financial planning, and that is the adjustments for inflation. Um, new legislation is going to be using what they, what they call chained CPI to measure inflation. Bottom line is raises in uh, Social Security and, and pensions and things like that are going to be going up a little bit slower than before. And over time, you know, that's going to save money for the federal government. But some of your deductions and credits and exemptions and things might be worth a little bit less as inflation. You know, it's it's going to be going up slower. But the question is, is it going to be tracking what you're really spending at the store? That is the real question, because I always contend that that the rate the government publishes for inflation is vastly different than your personal rate of inflation that you spend money on. You know, take, take for for example, Chris, where you might spend money, it might be different than where somebody down the street from you spends their money. Therefore, at the end of the year, you both could have actually a different personal rate of inflation, right? Especially if somebody buys cars or and they buy boats or something like that. Yeah, or you go to the movies and they rent DVDs, yeah, you know, exactly. or whatever it is, or on-demand streaming or whatever may be the case, right? So, so at the end of the day, each person has a different rate of inflation. My point is this, that, that you know, when, when we start to see the government raising Social Security at a lower rate of inflation, it, is it going to really reflect where your personal purchasing power is? That's why it's important when you sit down with your financial advisor to run your financial plan out showing a, a high rate of inflation in your plan. Don't get caught up into this chained inflation stuff because I think that inflation pressures in the economy will probably be larger than what adjustments may be made going forward to Social Security benefits and things like that. So 
again, it's just important to, to look at doing that. You know, we are running out inflation in our plans right now just under 4%, and clients are going, well, that's not, that's too high, you know, it's not it's not the right thing, you know, based off of what they're saying inflation is today. Yeah, but when you go back and you look at the median rate of inflation at 3.74%, actually, that's what we're using right now, at 3.74% over many, many years, things will revert back to the mean eventually. And so we want to make sure that we stress out the plans uh, when, when, when you're talking about cash flow analysis, and especially when it comes to college funding, too, Chris. Colleges are inflating a lot higher than at, at, at uh, 3 or 4%. They're, they're somewhere between 7 and 9% inflation. And notice we've got a lot of people calling in for information on the tax codes we, and, and, and other questions. Uh, when As we're coming down to the last few minutes of the show here, I'll stay in studio. If you want to give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123, that's 855-767-3123. We're going to be coming out with all kinds of financial educational seminars on the tax changes that President Trump put into uh, effect the other day. Uh, we'll be doing this in January, February, the first half of the year, so stay tuned for those announcements. In addition to that, we're going to be updating our website to reflect all this information and all kinds of things going on. So uh, it's going to be lots of good, fun educational seminars. If you want to get on that list to be invited out to the to the classes, go ahead and send me an email. Go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Shoot us off an email. We'll be more than happy to get you on the list and of, of our invitation when we're going to be doing these educational seminars or Simply call the office at 855-ROSE-123. That's our toll-free number, 855-ROSE-123. As soon as we go off the air, that flips back over to our toll-free line in our office. So we're looking forward to coming out with lots of educational seminars on the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. They come up with funky names for this stuff, too, <laughs> Yes, Chris. they do. And usually there's like a 40-letter acronym, but I haven't figured this one out yet. I know. TCJA or something. <laughs> yeah, Who knows? Uh, to Ja. <laughs> the Act of yeah, 2017. I don't know what we're going to call this one. Hopefully we'll call it good as we look down the road, uh, you know, 10 years from now, looking in the rearview mirror. Hopefully we'll all be calling it good. You know, but talking a little bit about the economy rising too, sales of new homes uh, uh, in, in in the U.S. actually in November hit an 11-year high, uh, which is good. They rose at 5.6 percent, and economists were only expecting a 0.9 percent increase. So that's very good, very very good. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, you know, hopefully we'll we'll continue to see that that trend move. Uh, move forward and expand upward and onward. So very, very good. So uh, let me just go ahead and pick up another another one here, Chris, on the uh, uh, tax tax changes here. You know, one of the problems that, that people were very concerned about was the SALT tax, the SALT, state and local tax deductions. See, what did well, I say about four-letter acronyms? Yeah, there you go. It's still there, but there's just going to be a cap of $10,000. So some states are going to feel the pinch of that, while others might not necessarily uh, as far as that goes. Again, I've got some music in my ears here, which means we're coming down to the last few moments of the show. So I'd like to thank Bob and Chris for all you've done this year in, in helping the show fly even and and uh, without much turbulence throughout the year, so I appreciate <laughs> you. all you do, and and merry merry Christmas to you and your family, and happy New Year, as well as to everyone who's been listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show throughout the year. Wishing you a wonderful, wonderful Christmas holiday season, happy New Year, uh, praise the Lord, and we we'll be back next Saturday with another. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.